Good morning, family and friends. This is Michelle. I would like to share it with you today from the Gospel of St. John, from chapter 14. The Gospel of St. John, God's love note to his people. In the 14th chapter of St. John, you will hear how intimately connected the Father is with the Son and how the Son is intimately connected with the Father. You'll also discern, if you're listening carefully, how intimately we are connected with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. In fact, we are wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up with Jesus, as the songwriter said some time ago. So as you listen to this word, I pray that it would speak to your heart and help you to really feel and sense, understand and know how much the Father loves the Son, how much the Son loves the Father, how much the Holy Spirit, who is our comforter, who has been called to walk alongside us to be with us in an intimate way, speaking to our hearts and directing our path and showing us the way and the will of God. Listen and be blessed as you hear St. John chapter 14 from the King James Bible. Chapter 14, beginning with verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. How can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto God the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you? And yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else 
believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me. Because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judith saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear me is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken to, unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth it unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you loved me, ye would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father. For my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass, ye might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me.
but that the world may know that the love that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do, arise, let us go hence. My friends, I've read to you the entirety of the Gospel of St. John. And again, I say to you that if you listen carefully and pray for an understanding as you listen, that your inner man would hear what God is saying to you, you would understand the intimacy and the fellowship that we have with God. It's not religion, it's relationship. It is when you pray, you know that God hears you and you know that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. In this chapter, there are many precious promises and you, when you have more time, can go back and review some of the very promises that you can stand on when you pray. I'm just going to touch on a few things before I let you go this morning, but I want you to know that the Father loves the Son, and the Son loves the Father, and the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost are one, and they dwell in you, and they abide with you forever, and they're there to speak to you, minister to you, help you, heal you, deliver you, answer your prayers, and bring about a manifestation of the power and the presence of God. This is an an incredible, incredible opportunity we have in the earth realm to see a manifestation of what happens in the spirit realm and even in the heavenlies, even as Jesus taught his disciples to pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We can pray the will of God on earth just like it's happening in heaven. And we've already been given the promise that it will be if we just pray. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. St. John chapter 1, chapter 14, verse 1. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Do you know that Jesus left this earth realm to go into the heavenlies, to be with the Father, to sit down on the right hand of the throne of God, to make sure that the promises of God to his people are being fulfilled. He watches over his word and he hastens it to perform it. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. There is a prepared place for every believer in the kingdom of God, in the heavenlies, in that place that Jesus has prepared for his people. There is a prepared place. He said, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And you don't hear preaching about the coming of the Lord. 
But one of the things that Jesus said repeatedly is that he was going to come again. He is going to come again. He spoke of it in parables. He spoke of it plainly. Jesus Christ will come back again. The same manner that he left, he ascended in a cloud. He will descend in like manner and he will catch up his people to be with him eternally. But you have to be prepared. He says, I go and prepare a place for you and I will come again and receive you unto myself. And where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. And then Thomas asked the question, how can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. If you're looking for the way, and you don't know what way to go when you're seeking God, Jesus says, I'm the way. Look to me. I'm the way. I'll show you how to get to the Father. And no man comes to the Father but by me. Any other way, you come in like a thief or robber. And we know a thief or robber is not going to make heaven his eternal home. Jesus says, I'm the truth. If you're looking for the truth, look to Jesus. He's the truth. When Pilate asked the question, what is truth? He was talking to truth. He was face to face with truth, but he didn't recognize truth, even when it was right in front of his face. And this is the case today as well. People are looking for truth. They're looking to every religion, every uh, system, every ideology, every um, persuasion, whatever it is, looking for truth. And they're overlooking. He's the stone that the builders rejected. He is the obvious one who can save your soul. But you're looking for other devices, looking to man, looking to money, looking to riches, looking to your education, your profession, your vocation to save you when none of these things can save. But everything I mentioned will perish with the using. Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. If you really want life, seek the Lord Jesus. Call upon him while he's near. Recognize his sacrifice for our salvation, our healing, our deliverance. What does the cross mean to you? Is it just a symbol you wear around your neck? Or do you fully understand that it represents the suffering of the spotless Lamb of God, the one that was slain from the foundation of the world? I speak of the Lord Jesus himself. Well, there's so much in St. John chapter 14. But I would like for you to go back and listen to it and read it all over again. But I'm going to emphasize a couple of more scriptures here. He says in verse 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. 
Now, I have a challenge for my listeners today. Jesus said, greater works will you do. Now, I don't see anybody doing greater works than Jesus. And for that reason, I'm going to say that maybe, maybe you're not believing God for greater works. There are greater works in the sense that in one minute, second, millisecond, we can reach the whole wide world with the gospel truth. So that's greater because of the times that we're living in and technology and the formerly called World Wide Web. It is worldwide. The internet access to billions of people all at the same time. In the Lord's day, when he walked this earth, he could not do that. His um, PA system was to get on a boat, push a little bit way out <laughs> from the shore, and he could use the water and the wind as his inner his PA system, as his voice traveled over the waters, and he was able to be heard by multitudes. He was such a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant son of God. My brother. That's my brother, okay? That's my brother. That's my Savior. And that's my Lord that I'm talking about, Jesus. He said, greater works shall ye do. But I'm speaking of the miracles and the raising of the dead and the healing of the sick and the feeding of the multitudes and the opening of the blind eyes and the causing the lame to walk again. We want to see more of that in this day and time. The day of miracles is not over. We do not need miracles in heaven. Again, I want to make an announcement. Your miracle that you need, you won't need it when you get to heaven. You better seek the Lord with all your heart right now. Believe and trust him now for your miracle because God is a miracle working God. He says in verse 14, if Ye shall ask anything in my name. I will do it. I'm going to stop right there. St. John 14, 14. If you don't get anything else out of this mornings with Michelle, get this one verse. St. John 14, 14. If ye shall ask anything in my name I will do it if ye shall ask anything in my name I will do it if ye shall ask anything in my name I will do it quote unquote Jesus doing the talking He goes on to say, if you love me, keep my commandments. And there's another scripture that says, my commandments are not grievous. It's not a hard thing to keep the commandments that God has given us. But we need the comforter to abide with us, to empower us to keep the commandments of God. And in verse 16, he says, I will pray the Father. And he shall give you another comforter 
that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. He says, because they don't know him. They can't receive him, the Holy Spirit, because they don't know him. But he dwells with you and shall be in you. If you have not received the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, Jesus already said in verse 14 of St. John 14, If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Ask in the name of Jesus for God to give you the Holy Spirit to abide in you, to dwell in you, to teach you, to fill you, to baptize you, to empower you. And then those things that are miraculous that you desire to see happen in your life, you will be empowered in the Spirit to pray and God will do it. What awesome promises. What intimacy we have with God. What a fellowship that we can be a part of this divine trinity the father the son the holy spirit we in him and and he in us and all things working together for the good to those who love the lord family we are children of the most high god he abides in us we abide in him We're in this together, on our way to heaven, walking on the earth, streets of of earth, walking our way towards the streets of gold, walking not alone, never alone, never comfortless, never without an instructor living on the inside of us, the Holy Ghost being our comforter and our guide with us always even until the end when you draw your last breath and you leave the earth realm and go with the Lord the Holy Ghost the comforter that has come to abide with you forever is with you you are never alone when you get in your bed tonight and that pillow is no longer being laid on by your spouse who went on before you to be with the Lord The Holy Ghost, the Comforter, God is with you. When you walk down the street and drive in your car where there used to be a family member who's gone on to meet God, you're still not alone for the Lord is with you. When you go into the courtroom and you face an adversary, you are not alone. The Lord God is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. Acknowledge him. He walks with you. He talks with you. He will be your God. And you are his child. St. John 14, 14. 
Let this be a promise that you confess and you believe. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. But remember the 15th verse, which says, If you love me, keep my commandments. And the 13th verse, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you ask for the Comforter to come, Jesus has already prayed the Father that he would give you another Comforter, that he would abide with you forever. He'll be in you. He'll be with you. He will be with you forever. Well, I am comforted by all of these thoughts and these promises from the Lord, from St. John 14. St. John was the disciple that Jesus loved, not more than any of us. He loves us all the same, but I think our love for him differs. If you love me, you will keep his commandments. Jesus asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. He told him to feed his lambs. Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. He asked him a third time, Peter, do you love me? Peter sounded a little frustrated with his last answer. He said, yay, Lord, you know I love you. He said, Peter, feed my sheep. If you love me, you're going to do what I ask you to do. And I want to know that you love me and you will prove that you love me because you're doing what I ask you to do. You're keeping my commandments. If you love the Lord today, thank him for his word. Thank you. Thank him for the intimacy that we have with him. According to St. John 14, we are indeed wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up with Jesus. He is our Lord. We, is, we are his sheep. He's our shepherd. He has sent another comforter, the Holy Ghost. Read the book of Acts, starting with chapter 1, and go all the way through, and you learn about the empowerment of the Holy Spirit upon the disciples, how he came upon the people and fell cloven tongues and the men and women began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance there in the book of Acts and how the great and mighty works the Apostle Paul did because he was full of the Holy Ghost. Peter preached full of the Holy Ghost and thousands were brought into the kingdom. This is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer. You can have that power. All you have to do is ask him. Just ask whatever you ask in my name. St. John 14, 14. I will do it. And I want to say to you today, it's already done. Because it's the will of God. So as I conclude this podcast for today, my message to you is ask and ye shall receive.
Ask in faith. Don't doubt. Don't waver. Trust the Lord. You are wrapped up and tied up and tangled up in Jesus. He's wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in the Father, the Father and the Son, and the Holy Ghost in the midst of all. And the three are one, one God, and three persons manifesting himself. So as you allow the Lord to manifest his power and his presence in your life, Meditate on this scripture and be blessed today. This is my prayer. This is Elder Michelle with Mornings with with Michelle saying goodbye for now. And I'll talk to you at the appointed time. Amen and amen.